Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along today on this Saturday morning, August 14th. Special welcome to any who are with us for the first time today. And I hope you come back day after day after day because I do believe, so strongly I believe, that all of us need input into our lives on a daily basis. We'll never really grow and be all that God wants us to be if we're only getting God's Word taught to us once a week for half an hour or so. So that's why we do the Daily Word and Prayer, and I'm glad you're here with us. I hope you subscribe, hit the notify button, come back every day, and share with your friends. On Saturdays, we like to read um, a a story from uh, my book called Taking It to Their Turf. And most of you know, some of you may not, I'm a campus evangelist, and this book is stories of actual interactions with real-life people and they're uh, in, in, in urging them, seeking to persuade them to come to Jesus Christ and have faith in Jesus Christ. And um, this is a story, I, I, I'm, I go outside and I meet a lot of unbelievers, and so this is a story that comes from the University of Florida. Here we go. <clears throat> People can look back at the exact same data and reach entirely different conclusions. Harvard was in his final year at the University of Florida. I doubt he missed a single semester in which he came out to argue with me about faith in God. He'd been born and raised Jewish, trained as a scientist, and was now an atheist. Harvard was bright and articulate. He loved to argue with me about any topic, but his favorite one seemed to be evolution. After some of our regular banter, regarding science, I delved into more personal matters with him. I asked a few questions about his education and future plans, and then popped the real question. By the way, this was his last semester in his senior year. And then popped the real question. Harvard, I said, be honest with me. What's the real reason you don't believe in God? He looked back with the most honest and sincere face I'd ever seen him have. He hesitated briefly to form his words. But the quickness of his response indicated he'd already thought long and hard about this. Tom, think about it. You and I are just two people among several billion others on this earth. On this earth, Earth is just one planet among billions of planets in our solar system. And our solar system is one of billions out there. Tom, face it. We are insignificant and meaningless in this vast universe. How can you really believe there's a God out there who thinks about us? Wow. For the first time, Harvard was letting his guard down and expressing his true human feelings rather than hiding behind a facade of what he thought a scientist ought to think and feel. He had opened a door, and I was more than glad to enter through it. Harvard? Do you know that King David in the Bible had very similar thoughts, but reached a very different conclusion? I let the question sink in as I quickly flipped through my Bible to Psalm 8, verses 3 through 5. Let me read to you from what he wrote in the book of Psalms. When I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him? And the son of man that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than God, and you crown him with glory 
and majesty. Harvard, you're right. When you look at how great this universe is and how small we are by comparison, there really is no reason we should feel in we should feel significant. But the truth is, we do feel significant. Something deep inside us says, I have value and I can make a difference in this world. I should be insignificant, but I'm not. Harvard stood silently and processed my answer. It was the first time I had seen him at a loss for words. So, what is the source of our significance, I continued. The writer of this psalm reached the only reasonable conclusion. We are significant because we are made in the image of Almighty God, the creator and ruler of the universe. That's what gives us value as human beings. We're more than just advanced animals. We are made in the very image of God. Harvard continued processing. A slight smile came across his face. I wondered if he was getting it. But before he could respond, his girlfriend walked into the plaza, sneaked up behind him, hugged him, and broke his train of thought. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a pretty girl totally break a fellow's concentration right at the moment I thought the spirit was seemed to be breaking through. And this happened again. Harvard quickly said goodbye and departed with his girl on his arm. I never saw him again. I don't know what will ultimately come of that conversation. However, I am confident that at least for a few moments, his well-constructed atheistic worldview cracked and the light of God's truth shone into his soul. What he ultimately does with that is between him and God. Isn't that something? That's something. You know, you know what? Can I tell us today, we probably would all be amazed at how often people who put up a hard shell, a strong defense, who speak out the loudest against God, against faith, against our faith, in the quiet moments, how often they really are thinking, are they right? Are we right? Is there something more out there? I've seen it more than once. I've seen it, and, and I've seen people, you know, I, I preach publicly where there's a lot of people around. And for a guy like Harvard to have let his guard down there in front of others, not in a private conversation when he'd had a beard and was maybe uh, loosened up a little bit, but publicly in front of others, it makes me wonder how many people really are thinking these thoughts, wondering, processing. We live in this time of COVID. I wonder how many people have wondered about dying, what awaits them after death, how many people have had fear. How many people are, you know, we, we talk about we're following the science and thinking the science and all we hear more, science, science, science. But science does not meet this deep human need of the heart. Why am I significant? Does my life matter? What happens after I die? What is my purpose? These are all questions. Let me tell you, people are thinking about these things more than we realize. It's hard to broach these conversations. It's hard to bring it up in conversation. I realize that. But I'll tell you what, I found that when we do, people are glad to have these type talks. So my friends today, let's be taking it to their turf. Amen. Father, we thank you 
for the gospel message. We thank you that you exist. Lord, we thank you for this reality that though we are just, it seems like we should be a little, a, a smaller speck than we could ever possibly imagine. Just one of billions in a universe of billions in a solar system. It, it just, Lord, it, we should be insignificant, but deep in our heart, Lord, there's something with all of us humans that says we're not, we're important. There's value to us. We thank you. We are made in the image of God. Oh, Lord. I think of how many young people this is being, they're being robbed of this. They're being told otherwise. They're being that's told that's silly. That's foolish. It's not true. They're being given another perspective, another worldview. We pray for the young people in schools, whether they're in the earliest elementary or whether they're up in the advanced colleges, Lord, that they're being told a worldview that they're, that they're not made by you. I pray breakthrough, oh God. I pray in this school year. I pray in these days. I pray nights when people stand out, look at the stars or stand by the seashore or just whatever they do, that you would break through and remind them and tell them and reach them. Father, that they're not in, that, that, that there's a God out there. They're not just a advanced stardust or a cell that mutated a certain direction. They're the child of the living God. They're created by God. They're made in the image of the almighty God. Lord, this is what our heart tells us. Deep down, our heart tells us, I pray the messages given to the mind in the education wouldn't drown that out. Father, we thank you for our, we thank you for the young people, the next generation. Help them. Help them, Father. Help us provide them answers. Help us give them truth. Help us give them reasons to live, value to their life. Again, Lord, that, that our messages would come forth more strongly than the messages that say they're, they're insignificant, nothing, just advanced animals. We bless you today, Lord. We give you this day, this Saturday. We pray for our country, Lord. We pray today our heart is breaking for things happening in our world and our country, Lord. We, we even think of uh, today, we think, Lord, and we pray for those in Afghanistan, and uh, uh, just a humanitarian crisis that is occurring there, and a terrible, terrible step backwards in for those people, and Lord, so much human treasure that was maybe meaninglessly sacrificed. I pray, Lord, for our veterans, those who fought there, those who suffered, those who are still injured, those who lost a loved one there that you might comfort and encourage them, help them to deal today with any anger they're feeling. We pray for our nation, Lord. It just seems like we are like a ship at sea with no rudder. It seems like we are just being tossed back and forth under the hand of your judgment. And we pray again today, Lord, for a revival in our land. Let's start with us. Might we be, might we be those people who will cry out to our God, confess our sin, turn from our wicked ways, seek you with all of our heart, and pray, Lord, that you would bring that healing into our land. So we pray these things. We bless you. We give you this day. Might this day matter. Lord, we, we, we pray big things here, this daily word and prayer. But might we learn how to take these little steps every day to be the people you want us to be. We bless you and love you. Give you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Say, if you've not gotten a copy of my book, Taken on the Turf, I hope you write us. Just write me at Tom, 
at tomthepreacher.com. It's real simple. Tom at tomthepreacher.com. And ask for a copy. We'll send you we'll send you one. Send us your address. We'll send it to you. We'd be glad to do that. And um, um, and I as we're coming up on the school year, it's only a few weeks away where I'll be back on the campus. I'm Lord willing. That's what I'm hoping. It's not been there this past year because of the COVID, but uh, I'm hoping to get back out there again in this fall. So keep me in your prayers. And we'll hope that this daily word and prayer can keep going strong. I trust it will. Keep that in your prayers as well. So share share this with your friends and uh, make sure you like, hit the like button and so forth. Okay. Hey, God bless you. You You have a blessed day. Might the Lord's face shine upon you today. Might he fill you with his peace in all you encounter. And remember, you are, because Christ is in you, you are the light of the world. So let's shine today. Okay. God bless you. Bye-bye.